Welcome to the podcast, Low Code Talks with Creatio. I'm your host, Andy Zambito, Chief Sales Officer Americas at Creatio. And today we will talk about digital transformation and how to remove the roadblocks in the path to building a low code company with Barton Goldenberg, founder and president ISM Inc. Our guest is ready to share practical advice on how to avoid pitfalls on your route to an agile, adaptable and resilient enterprise. At ISM, we have six areas of focus. Today, we're going to focus largely on two of those areas, namely digital transformation and CRM. We've worked with some of the world's best companies, and what I'd like to do today is to share some of the stories from these companies and how they've been able to successfully manage their digital transformation and the value add of being a low-code company So I think it would be fair to say that it's no longer business as usual. All organizations now need to adjust to what is the new norm. There's no going back. It's a matter of adjusting and moving forward with the new norm. And within that new norm, customer knowledge and customer engagement are absolutely critical and at the core of this new norm. In fact, what is at the core of customer knowledge and customer engagement is what is called the customer profile. I like to look at this as a daisy, like the flower of Marguerite, where we put the customer at the center of the flower and we ask ourselves what petals of information do we need to know in order to service, sell, and market that customer effectively. And I've given you a little schema of what a profile might look like, including where do you, how do you contact them and what are the last activities and what products did they purchase and how sound are they financially and, and, and what are new opportunities on the sales side or have we had any custom service issues? Are there any outstanding quotes? Do we have any training that we've done with the customer or legal contracts that we've created with the customer or are they buying competitive products, etc.? And the most important shift as we move into the digital transformation is that new pedal called marketing and digital insight, particularly the digital insight piece of it. And that is, how does this customer interact with you as a company, and for that matter, others, on the digital front? We'll come back to the customer profile, but I wanted to raise it now for a couple of reasons. The customer profile sits within your CRM system. And so it's absolutely critical that as we move towards the new norm and the digital transformation side, that we capture information that's relevant about the customer and we bring it back down into the the customer profile that sits within the CRM system so that we can then mine that information and come up with better services and products for that customer. We'll come back to the customer profile momentarily. Okay. I want to divide today's discussion into two parts. Part one, I want to look at uh, one of the tools that companies are using to implement their digital transformation. And in part two, I want to look at why low code is so important. Now, in my opinion, there are six components of an effective digital transformation. It starts, as I've already alluded to, with the CRM customer profile with a system that houses relevant customer information and can be leveraged again for sales marketing and customer service 
purposes. But that CRM that is complemented, if you will, with data and analytics that can be leveraged to look at segments and to better understand the customer base. If we add the third component, digital communities, into the mix, we then not only have our information from a transactional perspective, what the customers bought, but we also know a little bit more about the attitudinal side of the customer, why they bought, and uh, we can listen to what they say about not only our company, but the industry, their needs. We can also capture that digital information by creating digital communities and then bring that information back into our CRM customer profile. If we add then on top of that, the customer engagement tools, whether they be surveys or customer journey mapping, we can better understand with all the information we now know about the customer, what's the best way to guide a customer, next best actions, and, and, and what's the best way for their journey through our company so they're a happy customer and we're a profitable company. And last but not least in the customer, in the digital transformation, we have the area of emerging technologies. And I'll get into a little bit of those, a little bit more, but there are many different emerging technologies, whether it be the uh, personal wear that people are today using for health reasons and other, whether it be virtual or augmented reality, whether it be digital video, whether it be uh, interactive portals, there's all kinds of new technologies that are being realized. And again, in an effective digital transformation, you have to figure out what technologies make sense at what time within that, within that journey. But let me stop for a moment and just focus on one of the six components of an effective digital transformation. I want to look at digital communities because I think there's a, a real um, value to understanding and practicing these effectively, particularly in the new norm. So everybody's familiar with the power of online meetings, whether it's Zoom or WebEx or GoToMeeting or whatever you use in your respective countries. And really, there's, there's no going back. They're wonderful ways of carrying on a good meeting, um, and, and, and they're effective. We also know about the power of internal communities. They're called intranets or intra whatever you might call it. But they're the ability for people to share information and knowledge within the company on your whatever platform you're using. Well, today what I want to do is talk more about the external communities, external uh, digital communities. And in fact, what I really want to talk about is a trend that I'm seeing on a global basis that I wanted to share with you, and that is building digital hotels. Now, many companies are building these private invitation-only digital hotels to secure powerful and permanent digital connections with their customers. Digital hotels are open to customers and prospects, distributors, employees, subject matter experts, now, they contain all the features of a Zoom online meeting or a Facebook or a LinkedIn community. But in the case of a digital community, particularly an invitation-only private community where you invite your customers to join, you now own the data of your digital hotel. And that allows you to build a customer knowledge base and, in, and, and, and leverage that knowledge inside the profile in your CRM system that you can then mine to expand customer engagement. So let's talk about this digital hotel. On the ground floor, you've got your lounge for all community members. It's the digital lounge where you can get your digital drink and exchange pair-to-pair -pair stories and resolve service or technical issues or ask the expert a question or take a survey or complete a poll 
or maybe even participate in a forum. Now, above the lounge on your second and third floor are what I'd like to call your digital conference rooms. That could be, for example, your digital uh, technical conference room or your digital customer service conference room or just an employee-only conference room where you can talk about customers or whatever. And customers' employees come in and out of these conference rooms to discuss matters, to resolve issues, to get training, or whatever may be appropriate. Above the conference rooms are your private customer rooms. One digital room per customer. And in these rooms, you meet with your customers one-on-one to create your annual sales or technical plans or to review these plans on a quarterly basis or to meet subject matter experts with your customers so you can discuss a matter of importance to that customer. And remember, as we're talking inside a digital room, we're able to capture the discussion. And the beauty of a private community is customers sign a an agreement at the beginning that all information that's shared in the community can be used by the company to better service, sell, and market customers. So we have approval to listen, and as people are talking, we're gathering insight that, again, can be very helpful in better understanding our customers' needs and being able to then uh, place that information in our customer profile housed within the CRM so sales reps or marketing people can better target customers with appropriate products etc. How effective are these digital communities? Well, I can tell you only from my own background that for past 10 years we've actually been building these communities. So we do have a real set of metrics that I'd like to share with you at this time. So they do definitely deepen customer engagement. And here the metric I want to talk about is voice of customer. You see, what a community, a digital community does is it allows you to to talk directly with your customer and create a two-way dialogue. And that's seen as tremendously valuable for gaining the insight of what's important to your customer. Digital communities also help increase customer satisfaction and loyalty. In fact, net promoter scores of 75, which are world-class, are well within the reason of a well-managed and run digital community. Providing superior customer support, both from people in your company that are on the community, but also from other customers that are on the community that help one another. One of the biggest benefits of these digital hotels or digital communities are the ability to nurture leads. And the way that works is you take a prospect, introduce them to the community, you digitally trigger the lead to visit certain parts of the community based on best practices for customer journeys within the community, And what that does is it shortens the sales cycle as a prospect moves down the sales funnel and becomes a customer more quickly. But what has impressed me the most about these digital hotels is is the ability to grow sales. So in one of our more important communities, which we've been running for almost nine years now, we know that customers on average buy 40% more product from this company and distributors sell on average more than 70% more product from this company because they belong to the community versus those that don't belong to the community. And these communities, in this case, this one paid back for itself in less than two years, given that growth in sales. Now on the flip side, customers love to visit your digital 
hotel because of the peer-to-peer -peer exchanges and because they can share stories and get answers to questions quickly, 24-7. Said differently, these digital communities, these digital hotels, what they do is they create a tremendous win-win for both your company as well as for your customer. And I would argue that the two-way dialogue with your colleagues, with companies, with customers, with prospects, it's really empowered your, both your employees and your customers. And my forecast is that companies will see mega growth in the use of digital communities or digital hotels, both to enhance customer as well as employee collaboration. Now, that's an example of one of the six building blocks of an effective digital transformation, namely digital communities. And I painted the story of that within this very exciting concept of a digital hotel that more and more companies are turning to as a way to collaborate and understand customer needs. I'd like to now focus for a moment on why low code is so important as a part of this overall digital transformation. Let's think about this. What are the real, if I had to shortlist the requirements for digital transformation, what would they be? Well, sound business processes is absolutely at the core for an effective digital transformation. And that could be the customer profile business process. And I told you I'd return to the profile. You know, what information do you want to store about customers? How often do you want to update it? When the information is out of date, how do you make sure you pull the petals out of the flower and no longer need that information? If two or more people implement information in the profile and they disagree with what they're saying, who, what are the rules for accepting information into the profile? Or the customer journey mapping process. So how do we make sure in a digital transformation that we understand our customer as they move through their journey into our company? And if we really understand our customers and our customer journeys, we know when to prompt people to do certain activities so they optimize their journey and ultimately buy more product and service from our company. Or the closed loop marketing process. You see, in digital transformation, we now open ourselves up to so many new ways of getting information about the customer. What's critical is that we not only obtain the information, but we leverage it and feed it back out in terms of better services and products to the customer. And that concept of closed loop marketing process is a critical component of an effective digital transformation effort. And I also talked about several others, uh, you know, I think about several others, digital tracking, for example. Are we following our customers as they move across multiple channels in our digital offering? Whether it be on our website, or whether it be on our digital community, or whether it be on our digital you know, um, kiosk or uh, uh, virtual trade show. There's all different ways that customers are touching our company as they move around and learn more about products and services and ultimately buy products and services. Another requirement for digital transformation in addition to sound business processes is the importance of easy or easiness to build and modify apps and programs that span multiple departments and are made in collaboration with your customers. Gone are the days when we create our own thinking of how a customer wants to interact with us. We roll it out and expect the customer to adopt the way we're thinking. That just doesn't work anymore. 
We need to work in close contact and collaboration with our customers and with multiple departments, whether it's the marketing department or the finance department or the shipping department, people that touch the customer. And as we think about what type of apps and what types of programs, what are the features and functions of these apps and programs, we have to do that in collaboration, both with our internal departments as well as with the customer. So those are two requirements. Now, what are some of the challenges, though, as we attempt our digital transformation? And all this will build into the importance of a low-code company. So critical to most companies are broken customer-facing processes, whether it's a sales pipeline that is out of tune with how salespeople sell, or whether it's a customer service incident management system that has a low first call resolution or is difficult to track and monitor the status of a particular incident. Or on the marketing front, it's the inability to target effectively specific messages to specific markets or target markets at specific times, making sure we're hitting you know, the, the right person with the right message at the right time. And these are just some examples of broken business processes. Typically, when we go inside a company, we find these types of processes in abundance. And you can't digitally transform a broken process because, of course, that makes it worse quicker, and that's plain old silly. So what we need to do in, 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 in addressing an effective digital transformation is to make sure existing processes are solid, and as we move more into a digital realm, that our sales, marketing, and customer service digital processes make sense not only to the company, but just as importantly to the customer. There's also a challenge in digital transformation as to a disconnect between the IT, the information technology department, and the business departments. And this is not new to digital transformation. This is, shall we say, historic to the use of technology, but it becomes very more, much so more important in digital transformation because of the immediacy of working with your customers and interacting in real time. In the IT department, I don't remember the figures, but 80% of typical budgets in IT departments, maybe even higher, are spent on maintaining existing systems. And, you know, somewhere 10, 15, 20% are spent on more strategic systems. Well, digital transformation requires a more strategic vision of how the company wants to interact and engage with the customer in the future and what that means for processes and what that means for apps, programs, and technology. And what happens then is the business and the IT, it's imperative that they work together, that the IT be very creative in their approaches, and yet that the business world be sensitive to the limits of what can and cannot be done in apps and programs and technology. A third area of a challenge for digital transformation is disjointed technologies. And we all have this issue in our companies. They're called siloed departments or siloed systems where one particular system that houses customer information doesn't talk to the second system that houses slightly different customer information that doesn't, and neither of those talk to the third system that houses even different customer information. And the ability to fuse that information, the data, the insight into one or more easy to access data structures, lakes, whatever is important, warehouses, so that we can then easily access relevant information. This disjointing of technologies can be very costly to a company in terms of integrating both data and different features and functions. So it's a challenge to every company as they move down their digital 
transformation journey. The last one I want to raise for a digital transformation challenge is that of a deficit in the skilled technical resources that a company has to offer. And as an example, we look at the proliferation of apps that are happening around the world and the importance that customers are placing by taking these apps and wanting to do everything from their local cell phones. And they expect every company to have an app to do everything they want to do. But there's a real deficit in skilled technical resources to build apps effectively uh, at this time. And so that's a challenge. So let's just review those. Broken customer-facing processes, a disconnect between the IT and business departments, disjointed technologies that prohibits an ability to share appropriate and needed data and other such uh, uh, features and functions, and a deficit of skilled technical resources. So now we come to the bit of low-code enabling companies to evolve and transform faster. Because when you are a low-code company, the technology development extends well beyond the IT department. Now, that's not to suggest the IT department goes away. Of course it doesn't. It plays just as significant as a role, but the difference now is the business users can, in their own little way, become mini-programmers and have ideas and thoughts and, and, and create them and share them with the IT department. And what you get is a much more collaborative capability to extend IT well beyond the IT department. The second thing that low-code enables companies to do is that you begin to consolidate and connect technology and processes and teams. Because what it does in a low-code company is because everybody has the ability to be a programmer, if you will, then what you're doing is you're sharing knowledge creatively. You're combining team knowledge. You're leveraging processes together. You're talking technology together. And what it allows you to do is to move swiftly and quickly to address changing digital transformation needs on the customer side or even on the internal company side. When you're a low-code company, business processes get programmed easily. And one of the things I've always loved about Creatio is their wonderful business process flow engine. We're talking minutes, you know, hours, but not days and not weeks to create a business flow or business process flow that can then be you know, immediately put into uh, effect and we can run the technology behind it and drive efficiency into a process. And that's very exciting but that happens when you're a low-code company and you have uh, your, your, your uh, IT vendor, a software vendor, allows you to easily program these business processes. And as I've alluded to, the apps then, or programs and applications and apps, they roll out in literally days or weeks, not months or years. And it's, that's a major break from the way companies traditionally have leveraged and built new applications. Well, let me try to close on a couple of observations. I think the COVID-19 has led to dramatic changes in customer behavior and that this new norm is indeed new and will continue to evolve. We will not go back to business as usual. So great companies are going to learn how to adjust to the new norm, understand the importance of listening even more carefully to customers and their needs, and then providing products and services in a way that makes the customer feel comfortable and satisfied. I think your top priority as a, as, a, as a corporation, as a company, is to engage effectively with customers and your colleagues. 
This is this concept of a two-way uh, two-way dialogue. And I've already mentioned one such tool, and that was the uh, digital communities and digital hotels, where we are able to invite our customers to a invitation-only private community where we own the data, and we can then open dialogues, not only us to our customer to get a deeper understanding of their needs and the voice of the customer, but we're also able to let other customers and prospects talk to each other on the community, thereby building an excitement and an advocacy that is quite unique and quite valuable in terms of driving up sales, uh, loyalty, advocacy, etc. I believe you achieve this effort through a sound digital transformation. This effort, of course, being an effective uh, ability to engage effectively with customers and internal. And it happens, as I've alluded to at the beginning of my discussion, with six building blocks to an effective digital strategy, starting again, I humbly submit, with that customer profile, particularly that new digital insight uh, pedal on the, on, the, on the customer profile. And that sits within the CRM system. That gets integrated with your digital community for additional insight. That gets integrated into your customer profile that is leveraged with data and analytic capabilities to mine and segment and you know, create unique offerings and products and services to specific segments. It also allows us then to look at how well we're engaging customers through their learning journeys, through electronic and digital surveys and various tools that we use to test and measure how engaged they are or are not and what we can do to further engage them. And we leverage some of these great and new technologies, emerging technologies, to help us uh, engage customers in a way that the customer wants to be engaged. I would finally conclude that a low-code company is absolutely essential to successfully realize your digital transformation. And I've gone over some of the reasons why that's important. But the most important is the ability to maintain flexibility to accelerate and move quickly as the market changes, as your customer needs change, and your ability to leverage all of the tools that are available in the low-code type of software packages as a creation might offer, to be able to be nimble and meet the needs of your customers in the long term. I want to thank you for this opportunity to be with you today. I'm delighted to continue the dialogue virtually at this time and eventually hopefully face-to-face but for now, again, thank you for allowing me to share my thoughts with you. Bye now. Barton, thank you so much for the in-depth insights and practical takeaways on how to create a low-code company. And to get more information about our products and services, please visit our website, creatio.com. For more insight, check our digital event page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Talk soon.